Hey everyone, welcome to the next episode of 7 Minutes Scaling Secrets, where we interview entrepreneurs and learn a secret on how they scaled up their businesses. Today, our special guest is Mark Thieu, who is an entrepreneur who solves people's problems with burnout. This episode was brought to you by Superscaling. Join the foundation program today and learn how you can systemize and superscale your business so that you can get $100,000 a month at least with a productive team from all over the world, raving fans as clients and happy founders who have true freedom. Visit superscaling.com foundation today. And now back to the episode. Uh, Mark, tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do. Yeah, hi Elvin. So thanks for coming, uh, helping me on the interview. So um, yeah, so what I do is I help uh, mostly like nine to fives, right, or startup entrepreneurs, right, to achieve uh, six figure income, right, uh, to become free and fulfilled, right, without overwhelm, without sacrifice, without burnout, right. So most of the people that I tend to work with, right, tend to be very overwhelmed by let's say information, their priorities, or they just find they don't have enough time, right, or not enough energy to do what they do, right. So and then we help them to manage that, right, manage those uh, different obstacles and resistance, right, to not only make money right in terms of six figures right but i think more importantly right without sacrificing any other area that uh, that they feel that's important uh to them so uh what we do is we have a coaching program right and but we also have uh free content right systems tools that we help people with right on a broader scale as well so yeah that's a bit of what i do awesome hey burnout is something that is close and dear to me um when i was starting vodian as a kid i started it when i was 17 years old um, how I look at it, I think somebody said this and I'm going to steal this idea <laughs> is that our life is made out of like four burners, right? As if on a stove, there are like four burners. Mm. One is on like friends and family. The mm. other one is on career. Uh, one's on personal health. And I can't remember what the last one is, but basically you can only have a, a one or two burners at the yeah. same time. You can't have everything burning at the same time, mm. right? Otherwise, you know, you suffer from burnout, right? And that's mm. something that's true. As a startup entrepreneur in those days, I basically sacrificed everything else. Yep. The business was first and foremost in all that I did. Mm. My families, my friends, my hobbies, my sports, uh, anything else was something on the back seat. Right? I, my friends back then, they would hang out and they would like maybe go clubbing, for example, yeah. and lots of drinks and, and late nights. But I couldn't do that because you know I wanted to build the business and that required time and sacrifice. Mm. And burnout was something that was very true and very real because, you know, a lot of times we had to sacrifice so much and spend so much time that, you know, that almost naturally becomes something that happens. So how do you actually prevent that? Like, in, in a yeah. journey. So I think like a lot of people, right, they always feel that it's an either or, right? And um, actually to some extent, it is true, right? But I'm going to give a quick example of my own um, story, right? Before I go on to maybe a bit of the frameworks or systems help me a lot. Yeah. So for example, right, like um, when, so when I was in a startup, tech startup space, right? Uh, I knew founders that were like living on like $500 per month at the point of time, right? Even though they were raising like millions of dollars for their startup, right? They didn't hang out with friends. They just went to the office all the time, right? Uh, and that's great. On the other hand, right? You had like even um, not just entrepreneurs, but people, right? They were enjoying their lives. They were getting good pay for sure, right? But they knew how to enjoy with their friends, their family and for themselves as well. And I realized at the end of the day, right? Um, is any of the choices bad? Not necessarily. I think what causes dissatisfaction at the end of the day, right, is not being clear of what you want. So for example, right, uh, I can, so for me, right, uh, let's say my target income, right, in the future to be retired, right, is to make 50K per month, right? And I can choose, right, to either do it in five years or do it in 10 years, 
right? So it's never about how realistic, unrealistic the goal is, right? It's all about the timeline to get there. And that's right. one thing I realized. So if the timeline for you, I right, get it ASAP, you got to make some sacrifices and everything. Right, but if you're saying, okay, actually right now for me, maybe I'm 30, actually this is the best time for my life to go and enjoy, to go and hike, go and do all the crazy stuff. Maybe I want to enjoy my life right now. And because of that, maybe I'm okay, right, with maybe extending my timeline towards achieving what I want. And then, right, either way, right, you're going to be happy and satisfied where you want. So I think what I realized, the why people are dissatisfied, right, it's not because they can't manage or can't balance. It's because they don't even know what they want at the first place and what the potential trade-offs, right, the timeline uh, for themselves. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I love that. Like a lot, of, a lot of things that I talk about, even in the business scaling space, has got mm. to know, has got to do with the entrepreneur knowing what the angle is, and then you can work backwards. Uh, sometimes people don't just not know what they want. Sometimes they they know they they want too many things at the same time, right? So it's a matter of prioritization, and you can't have everything. But if you prioritize and say that there's one thing that you absolutely want above everything else, then you know how to sacrifice and make the necessary adjustments. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Add on, yeah, so add on a little bit. Because, okay, this is a topic that I get very excited about because uh, I realized once people get that, right, then right, they get a lot clearer about what they want to do, how they manage their time, how they manage their space and schedules, right? And they don't feel so like overwhelmed right anymore so i will share right if the if people are overwhelmed it's because they're just not sure what they want right so um so for example um for me personally right is do i want to spend time with my family my friends yes i do but i do want to work on business as well so what i do right is i already start pre-planning by scheduling it right so for example right every friday night for me is date night right it's a non-negotiable every saturday night every sunday night is family uh, for family dinners right and then for friends right typically it's either uh it's either saturday afternoon or sunday afternoons and the other day is for me to do my work continue working on it learning right and weekdays right similarly uh so i think once you get the clarity right and then you talk about priorities right then you can start structuring your week your calendar and whatnot to really achieve uh, or to get uh to get where you want in the first place yeah, I hope that helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think that's something that people need to know. Not just entrepreneurs, right? Like anyone, like mm. uh, busy professionals, uh, anybody in a career, anybody that basically has had multiple areas in their lives that they want to actually mm. make progress in. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And okay, so I love what you're saying. What, what you also said is that you've managed to make a six-figure income doing the stuff that you love and you're not burned out at all. How old are you right now, if you don't mind? Uh, 30, 30. <laughs> so you're 30 yeah. years old, you have a six-figure yeah. income, yeah. and you've done this without burnout. Mm. Is there something that you can uh, share with the audience about people that might want to follow in your footsteps and, and mm. do something they are doing, right? Because you, you seem to be leading a very holistic life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How so, do you do it? So I think big disclaimer, right? So I don't think I've ever like officially burnt out right uh and the, my definition of burnout is just that there are like days or weeks that you just don't feel like doing anything you don't want to get out of the bed right you're just like really struggling right so uh are there times where i feel a bit overwhelmed at the time yes because energy where's the energy sometimes i try to push a little bit too hard and then i have to retreat a bit yeah it happens right but not to that level of burnout uh so with that right i think it's two quick answers i think number one right was because at the start of when i really declared myself to focus on really achieving a six-figure income where i finally made an intention right i think the first thing was really asking myself what did i enjoy to do or at the very least right what was i doing all for 
Well, I realized, I mean, I think now there are some terms like brown out and uh, I think got blah out. There's a lot of words right now. Really? But yeah, during these days. But I think one thing it was, I think what helped me was really because I knew what I wanted. I was very excited with that vision for myself. Right? So I think that's number one, right? Is uh, know what you want, why you want it and get excited. And if it doesn't excite or engage you, uh, then of course, not getting burnout is a little bit uh, tougher because you start forgetting and start being demotivated. Right? Number two, I think one thing that really helped me, right? Uh, if I'm looking at my journey, for the past four years where is it making six figures through affiliate marketing right while still a 95 employee where is it through my business or working in a company a digital marketer right uh, I use this practice of what I call my daily teams of the week so for example right uh, when I was an employee right uh, mon- so of course 9 to 5 I've worked right mm-hmm. but at night so let's say Monday nights for me right was to continue working on my career and to learn and to get better at it so for me it was tech startups at the point of time how to analyze startups about building a community right getting better at it right uh, Friday nights for me was for me to hang out with my friends to chill to relax right and then Tuesday Wednesday Thursdays was for me to work on my income Right, right, investing, my affiliate marketing, right, uh, my personal brand and whatnot. So I was focused all on that. So by having those daily teams for the week, right, I'm not wasting my weeknights. Because most people, when they don't have an intention of what they're gonna do, right, then they start chilling, they start watching Netflix, they start relaxing and chill, and, and then it gets a bit sucked out. So so one thing that really helped me, right? I realized when looking back at my actions, uh, was uh, managing to get those uh weekly teams weekly focus for me and then Saturday Sundays I can be a bit more open uh, for myself um, I guess so that's how I did it with burnout uh, I guess the next question if I could share a little bit about how I accelerated my progress right was yeah. uh, I started to think about what can I do right what's that one action I can do right that created multiple benefits for me so I think it's the whole concept or the mental model of creating massive leverage not in terms of investing like borrowing money but what, one, what was that one action I can do right to give me multiple um, benefits right? So, right so for example right uh, when I uh, let's say my first my first year I was still very new very complete start right um, one thing I did was I decided to join in uh, to be a Tony Robbins affiliate right okay. uh, and when I went there right, I knew a few things right number one right even if I failed I could learn a lot Right, I could connect with all these people because we're all in a Facebook group, right? We could talk to them, right? All these American like top seven, eight, nine figure entrepreneurs, right? Uh, it would be a good story to tell people with it as well, right? And it could be potential income. So there's that one action with like four to five benefits together, right? right. And then uh fortunately I managed to succeed to get my income for the first year, right? But what I realized is over time, right, I started to strategize my actions. What's that one action, right, that could create multiple benefits as well, right? And another quick example, right, was me joining uh when I switched my job, right, to joining a marketing company that was related to what I wanted, right? So over there, right, uh, I could learn from people who are very experienced investing. So I could learn from investing. I could hang out with people who are motivated, who are driven by the point of time, right? Uh, number three is I could actually use a little bit of the branding to be at a company to actually start interviewing people and learning from people who are successful as well. Nice. Right. Uh, I could learn about marketing. I was completely in marketing at the point of time. Right. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to be a coach, trainer, and speaker, so I could use that as a platform for me to learn, to coach, to speak. I was always volunteering to be uh, an MC, to speak for free. Right. To be the one introducing the speakers, just right. for me to get my airtime. Right. And a few other benefits. So, so I'm always thinking about what's that one action, right? That give me multiple benefits. I think that was what helped me to accelerate my progress uh, as well. Oh man, I love that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. something about something that you said, I think, really resonated with me because mm. I'm always thinking about the alternatives, right? Like there mm. could be an alternative mark, right? Imagine mark yeah. right now. There's an alternative mark who went through the same thing that you did, 
who could have joined that marketing company as a job. And as a job, right, they would not have done everything that you've done, right? They, they, have, they have done a job, they've signed up, went to a job, had been at their desk maybe from nine to six, done maybe a good job at it, right? Yeah. And then they go back home and that's it. Netflix from 7 to 10 p.m., go to bed and the next day it just repeats them itself mm-hmm. uh, and they will have none of the results that you have gotten. And I think that's something that, uh, you know, harks back to what you've talked about, about intent and being really clear about your priorities and what you want. And once you know that, you can start designing systems and yeah. pathways to actually get to what uh, you desire. A lot of times people ask me, you know, how to start a business and should I me- maybe get a job first to get experience? Uh, I think that's the wrong way of thinking about it mm-hmm. because they assume that once they join a job, you know, things will start coming their way, but it's not going to mm-hmm. be the case. It's if, if it does happen, it's going to be by luck, but we can design our own luck mm-hmm. by actually going to a job with a very specific goal of maybe improving our knowledge like what you said right or maybe specifically to increase our network with people that matter right so we Mm. we go out like you did it by specifically creating interview opportunities with people that you want to network with right it's not just a generic improvement in networking but with specific people that help you with your networking Uh, i think that's something that's really powerful and can be applied to almost anybody's career and, and life yeah, I, th- I think that's something that uh, I think I wasn't really intentionally thinking about it at that point of time. I was just like, what is okay? Like, since I was here, right, might as well make use out of it. So I think it was, I think when I read a few years later, this book called Unfair Advantage, right? They're uh-huh. talking about like identifying what's your unfair advantage to be able to succeed, right? That way faster than anybody else. I realized that on some level, right, uh, when I was starting out, I didn't really have that unfair advantage, but I was busy building it up. Right. Yeah. So I think I think that's one thing that uh, uh when I'm looking back, like, hey, right, I think that worked out <laughs> pretty well for myself uh over the past couple of years or so. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Hey, I don't know if you have the answer to this, but I've always gotten questions about passion. How mm. does one discover their passion? Mm. You have an answer to that. Yeah. My passion, my passion as an entrepreneur was almost accidental because I love computers and I started finding out and you know developing that passion by exploring all the other aspects of computers, right? Coding, programming, designing, uh, graphics design, whatever, right? I was very interested in mm. that and I kept spending so much time on a, on a computer and that led me to my first business, which was web design, which led me to my second business, which was web hosting. And then things started like moving and progressing yeah. from there, right? And that has always been my passion. I never grew up wanting to be a businessman, but you know, mm. it became the case because I was always actively pursuing that. But what happens if people don't have a passion? Mm. How does yeah. one discover that? It's because I think if you interview like you, you I did this interview like a few days ago of this time, right? I would have given a completely different answer. <laughs> right. But I think just like last night I was uh, doing a bit of coaching right about the, the term of freedom. Right. I think someone I think uh, the topic just went on to the word of passion, right? And I think one of my coaches, right, uh, uh I think shared with everyone that if you look at the I think the Greek method or something, I'm not so sure exactly where I got it from. The word passion is not really about what you love, it's actually about what are you willing to suffer. Oh, wow. I was like, whoa, okay. So, so then with that right in mind, I realized that um, looking at passion, right? If you just think about what you love and enjoy, right? It becomes very, um, 
uh, sometimes it gets a bit like it's a two-edged sword because if you start doing the things you like and love, but because of, let's say, doing it as a side hustle, as a business, and you start disliking, hating it, right? It's like, number one, you're probably not going to do well. Number two, you start right. hating that initial hobby, right? But when I started looking, right, at passion, right, um, it's about what are you willing to do, right? Or why are you willing to suffer, right, more than anybody else? So, for example, for you, right, Elvin, right, very likely why this was your passion is not really because you love every single thing about web coding. I think it's probably because you uh, on part, you're willing to suffer to go the extra mile, right, to learn a bit deeper about the coding portion, how to optimize it, how to get better, right? So, for me, right, I knew, uh, I think it was quite intuitive at that point of time because I love learning. So, that is number one. To me, it was very, uh, very normal, right? But what I realized why I love learning and grow is nothing to do with like mathematical formulas or physics concepts and theories, right? It was about investing, right? It was about high, high performance, high productivity, right? Being fulfilled, right? Personal development, right? And then I think anything to do with business, especially for startups. Then I was like, oh, right? With that, right? I just started to go deeper into it, right? Because I was willing to go the extra mile. It's not that I love reading every book every time, but I just love growing and learning from there. So for people, right, who are looking to find their passion because they haven't found out, Right, number one is start reviewing right, to see what are you willing to suffer, right, and to go extra mile for. Yeah, but if you are un- yeah, if you can't think too much, right, mind sensing is likely because you haven't taken enough action yet, right. So, I think this is something that I've interviewed, right, a lot of uh different folks, right, to start trying to find their passions, right, was um, is try out different things, right, and when I say try out, it's not like a one day thing and they just give up, right. Uh, usually, what I, what I realize is at least a, at the very least between a two weeks to one month, you can test out something, whether it's learning, reading, hands-on practice, talking to people about it, right? And then to see whether you like it for yourself. For a lot of my coaches, right? Uh, sometimes their priority for a quarter, right? Would just be to explore what they wanted. So every week, every two weeks, right? They just test out something new. Whether it's uh, videos, editing, whether it's coding, whether it's uh, reading a book about uh, mindsets, right? Coaching, psychology, right? And then they will just start reviewing. You say, hey, yeah, enjoy that. Do I want to go deeper? If not, okay, great. Let me just go for something else. So I think even having a priority to explore passions, right? Something that I feel is quite underrated uh, today. But I hope that helps in terms of finding the passion uh, in today's world. <laughs> oh, man. I No, I think that's going to be very useful to the audience because... I don't think enough time is given to explore certain things. And people mm. always seem to pursue, you know, very fixed go, structures, what's in school or, you know, what's, what's commonly accepted. Yeah. But what you said, the process of discovery requires work, requires sacrifice of at least time. Because if you can give the, the two to four weeks at something, just trying it out to see whether you like it or not, I think two, two, two to four weeks is a great amount of time. It could be like what you said, you know, reading, talking to people. It could be even an internship. It could even be Mm. like volunteering for somebody and working for free just to get a sense of whether or not you like marketing or whether you like sales or whether you like like public speaking Mm. or any of those things. Uh, From the outside, all these aspects are really hard to understand and we need to get inside to really understand whether or not we are willing to make that sacrifice that you talked about. Yeah, the, oh. I think the sacrifice and the suffering or something, I was like, oh yeah, like, yeah. like it's not that I love every single part of it, right? Uh, but I think that's something I was willing to go through the effort, go through extra amount for. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I love that, man. And because of that, you now have a six-figure income. You now, uh, you don't burn out. I think that's great. Mm. Uh, you know, having that purpose, having that intent, mm. doing the things that you love, that are in sync with like your mm. lifestyle and your desires. I think that's something that a lot of people want, not just entrepreneurs. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks so much, Mark. Uh, one final question. Where can people find out more about what you do and reach out to you? 
Yeah, for sure. So I think uh, the whole concept of like burnout, overwhelm, being tired has been so, uh, I've been getting so many questions over the years, right? So I think uh, back then I created like a guide right uh just a step-by-step guide it's not just like theory concepts like actual exercises right uh one thing uh that we talk about this uh process called what i call the 3r process right about how do you actually how i actually implemented it regularly in my life right to get that high levels of energy so uh yeah so if anybody wants i think i put a link right uh i can send it over to you so there's a guide about how to the complete guide to managing overwhelm burnout right getting high levels of energy right and then i think uh probably the second one right i think it's just more of a structured framework and system i've created right about how i was able to achieve not only what i wanted right uh in terms of income but without sacrifice without burnout so we have used it for my clients it's the same exact process we bring through every one of them and i've got a lot of them to not just make six figures right but i think do it in a way that they feel freedom and fulfilled right at the end of the day so yeah i send it to you guys so you can find me i think that's just a gift right and then you can use it and apply it hopefully for your own fulfillment and income as well <laughs> awesome i'll have that linked in the description uh thanks so much everybody thanks mark for being here this is another episode of seven minutes skating secrets i hope all of you have taken something away from this episode please like comment uh share subscribe to this podcast so you'll be notified whenever new episodes are being put out uh thanks again everybody please take care and i'll see you guys soon